Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Bigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Ducker Zamp from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as the Miami Dolphins uh, have suffered a defeat to uh, arguably, or I'd say even inarguably, the best team in football uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs uh, 12-1 and now, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, the Dolphins uh, had certainly had their mat- match up against them uh, going into this game, but uh, they do suffer a defeat uh, at the hands of Kansas City, 33-27. to They wind up losing by six. Um, got a lot to talk about in today's show because, uh, as we said, it's like a puzzle, and each week, you know, things start to come together more. Well, a lot more has uh, come together since then. Um, but uh, Dolphins, a very strange game uh, in a sense. Uh, to a 28 for 48, 316 yards. First time he goes over 300 yards. He throws two TDs. Also throws his first interception of his career. Uh, so take note of that. Um, and uh, Gesicki uh, was off to an unbelievable game. That's the two offensive stars. Uh, Gesicki was five for 65, had the two touchdowns, and he comes down with a what looks to be a pretty nasty shoulder injury. Um, we'll see. Uh, exactly what the status is of him uh coming into the show uh, i didn't have any any concrete updates on that we'll ask rich maybe uh he has something more than than i know from his sources and uh uh you know sometimes he he has a little bit more insight on those kind of things um dolphins uh suffered a lot of injuries in this game um the the big two i guess uh, uh Gusecki, of course and then the big two after that would be uh uh, Parker and Grant. Um, so uh, we, we we need to try to get some updates on that, which I don't know if they're even available um, as uh, they head into the, the next game, which would be at home versus New England. Um, from this stretch down now, the, that offense have three games remaining. Um, uh, the toughest schedule in football, they have it, and uh, what they do in the next three games will determine their fate as far as playoffs uh, in the 2020 season. Uh, should be of note that Patrick Mahomes had 393 yards and he had two touchdowns, but he had three interceptions, which is the first time he's had three interceptions uh, in a long, long time. Uh, and uh, and the Chiefs, I believe, had four turnovers. So the Dolphin defense certainly did their part in this game, especially towards the end of this game to keep them in it. And uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, had a field day, uh, eight for 136 with a touchdown. So, you know, he's 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 the best tight end in football, in my opinion. Um, Kittle's good, and, and Gasecki certainly has come on. Uh, but you know, uh, Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in football. Uh, and and should also note that he's leading the league in receiving yards, and it's no tight end has ever done that. And I think he's leading by 71 yards right now with three games to go. I think Metcalf is second. So um, that'll be something interesting to watch. Xavier Howard has another interception. He keeps uh, his unbelievable interception. It's not a streak because he did have one game where he didn't get it. But uh, he's got the most in the NFL going back to, I think, a year-and-a-half span, and it just continues this year with his league-leading interception. I believe he is the best corner in football right now. And – uh, Rowan Jones also had interceptions in the game, and uh, that's, I guess, what's uh, what's to be said about it. Now, uh, one interesting note uh, as we we come in here is, uh, if for everybody who listens to the show last week, um, 
seven days ago, we talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers and their run for an undefeated season, Rich. And seven days after this, the Pittsburgh Steelers now have two losses. So two I losses have taken place. You told me nothing. You told me nothing. What did you tell me? You told you told me. I you told everybody check. at home, if I recall, no. you told everybody at home that, that they might go undefeated for the regular season, but you were confident they would lose in the playoffs. That was the argument that we had. I'm not going to rehash it. I said I don't think they're going undefeated during regular season, but if they did, they would lose in the playoffs. They're not a Super Bowl team. They're not a Super Bowl winning team. They're not getting to the Super Bowl. I said all that. I said they're not that good. You're the one that was crazy and saying they're going to go undefeated. You're you're nuts. Anybody gets the you know around Christmas time undefeated, you know you have a heart attack. That was the worst eleven and zero team I ever saw in my life, and now they're the worst eleven and two team I've ever seen in my life. Okay, and then when we want them to win, they can't even do that for us. Are you done yelling at me? I'm a very sensitive man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe I said they were the worst eleven and zero team I've ever seen. Last week, I yeah. said that on the air. Well, you're still worried. Right, let, yes, always worried. Double digits until I get yeah. that Until I get that out of the way, always worried, and always will be. And if you think I ever want a team going into the postseason undefeated, you're out of your mind. I out of your mind. I heard okay. you already. But we have a lot now, more problems than that right now. <laughs> we, we sure do. Um, coming into this game, okay, I, I think it's unarguable, and I think you'll agree, the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football. So yes. we're going to dissect this, and there's there's a lot of positives to take from this game, and there's a lot of negatives to take from this game, and the Dolphins are in a very strange predicament right now. So let's start with the actual game itself. All right, um, the Dolphins started off extremely strong. Um, they took a ten nothing lead. Uh, you pointed out a very uncharacteristic Jason Sanders missed field goal. Um, certainly had you know a, a lot to do with the complexion of the game, but uh, they were able to no make question. big I think, you know, time. I think they should. I think they should have been up seventeen nothing. I think they really squandered opportunities. Right. You know when they had the chance to, they really could have you know not put the game away, but they really could have put a big dent in that. You know, a very you know they yeah. could have won that game in the first quarter. Put it like that. You know. Yeah, they they could have certainly. Uh, I, I you know this this offense is so explosive. You know it's it's hard to say. You know they they could have ran away with anything because you know the Mahomes no, offense. I'm not saying run away with it, but it. they could have put them behind the eight ball big time. You know. They, yeah, they they could have definitely put a lot more pressure and getting into crunch time right before that half. I don't think they played that so well. Kansas City scored yeah. like a minute left in the half, and then the Dolphins will really were yeah, terrible right. on, on that on their final possession of the half. Um, so, you know, you take those two things into consideration. Um, the positive note is the defensive line put pressure on Patrick Mahomes that I haven't seen him handle, uh, had to handle in, 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 in a long time, I, maybe ever. I mean, the guy's never really under pressure, but he was they really put pressure on him, and they've been playing excellent. And that's the reason, you, you know, know that, why that ended he, up being that was that ended up being an NFL record, the longest sack in history. Yeah, I heard that. I, now, now that concludes playoffs and everything. What was Greasy's? Everything. I I thought it was only like twenty something. That was like thirty something, right? Yesterday. Thirty, I think thirty. Yeah. Now, 30, so yeah. Uh, I think Greasy's so, was like twenty. In the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. So that's the longest sack in the history of the NFL, and it's against arguably the most elusive quarterback in the NFL history. I'm <laughs> certainly one of them. Was, was thinking, I don't know what he was thinking about. Like, why was he going all the way back there? You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but, Rich, you know. Where was he going? I, <laughs> there's so many ironic points to this, and yeah. I think the biggest ironic point to it is that the, the the longest sack in the history of the NFL is yeah. Jerome Baker. <laughs> Jerome Baker. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you get past that. How do you get past you know, that? You know what the sick part about this? They didn't harp on it as much as they should have. I mean, that should have been a big They didn't harp part. on it at all. It's not, yeah, not even yeah. in notes or anything. Yeah. Like, in yeah. yeah. Jerome Baker I mean, has the know, record for the longest sack, Rich. That don't we need to take a... Don't we need to take like a, a few a few seconds to let that sink in? I mean, and I guess I owe Baker an apology. I've never. 
been the biggest yeah. Baker fan, but he's playing very good <laughs> up late. And, uh, yeah, and really that defensive is. line is playing fantastic. It really is. Yeah. And, and, you know, and everything kind of stems from that. So very happy with the way the defense has played. They're coming up with major, major turnovers, all of them, yep. at opportune times. And it should be said we were playing without Van Noy right from the start. And, uh, of course, the offense was lackadaisical at times, and we're going to break that down. But I know that you're itching because the big story is the injuries going in and now the injuries coming out. And we were very depleted going into this game. Gaskin was out. Uh, You know, we really didn't have uh, any running back, back to DeAndre Washington. And uh, and now, you know, we suffer – Injuries to the main guys. Uh, you know, we have Gesicki with the shoulder, Devontae Parker who left, uh, you know, at the, before the half, uh, and, and then Grant now, who, which I found that is a back injury is what I'm hearing. So can you update at all? The only, the only thing I heard about Gesicki was they're waiting for the results of the MRI, but it doesn't look well. It doesn't look good at all. Like they said, he was in like, he was in really agonizing pain yesterday. You know when they after the game in the locker room, so I, I that one doesn't sound good to me. They 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 claim that what Devontae Parker is a foot now, not the leg, too. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're talking about. I thought didn't he have a leg problem before this? Yeah, he had a. a, a, a I thought it, I thought it was a foot. I thought it was a foot, but it could have been a leg. I, I don't know. He's they, had a problem all year coming Preston in. Williams was the, I thought Preston Williams was the foot problem. I don't know. But, okay. you know, that's questionable. And I didn't hear about a back on Grant. I thought he he was a, like a leg two. Now they're saying a back injury with him? That's the latest report that I've gotten. But, again, they keep everything so close to the vest here. And, uh, you know, I would take the injury reports that, you know, we have with a grain of salt because I really well, – I, you know, I was trying to get an update on Preston Williams too. And all they kept – all I kept reading was – he, they still expect him back before the end of the year. But, I mean, isn't it getting a little close now? <laughs> well, what's the well, end of the year? Still, He's coming back yeah, for the Buffalo games. game. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, you still have you know, three games. I don't know what yeah, that – I got you. I don't, so I don't know what that means. They, they claim Isaiah Ford is going to be, you know, obviously, you know, on the roster this week. I don't know why he wasn't on yesterday. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, yeah, I, I mean, mean – We could have used him in the fourth quarter yesterday. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean, you I know? guess you don't anticipate you don't anticipate that happening, but uh, of course, you know, I'd rather have a guy who has you know played with the team. Uh, but you know, Callaway uh, and Bowden um, kind of slipped to Bowden really more than anything else, you know. So I guess they figured those two guys. Um, but uh, there was a Malcolm Perry sighting. Don't forget about that. Yeah, there was a Malcolm Perry sighting who who was also hurt. And, uh, you know, so, um, yeah, what I, what I know from, let, let, let's break it down. I mean, the Gasecki thing is strange because I think he popped his shoulder out, which is very painful. Now you're going to do an MRI to see if he tore anything. Usually, sure. uh, when you tear something, you know, it, it can happen on a hit like that if you come down the wrong way. And we hope not, um, more likely than not, it doesn't happen that way, but it's, that was such a hard hit. He certainly could have torn something. So they're going to look at that. If something in there is torn, that could be really devastating, especially in week 13, you know. Um, yeah, so and much, there's not enough time to come I, back. No. And I would say, listen, if I had a rank right now, I mean, I think Gusecki, obviously, I think is the most important because he's been – such a vital part of this offense, and the three tight end sets and what we've used have been very effective. And Tua seems like he's really grasped that, and uh, and, and is really enjoying Gasecki as a target. So he's one of the best tight ends in football. He's playing outstanding right now. That certainly, to me, is the biggest loss. I would put Grant probably the second biggest loss because I think that he does so many different things. And when I seen, you know, we had. Uh, uh, Callaway or Bo- Bo- you know returning yeah, or was it Bowden returning Devontae punts? Parker is more important than that. I don't think so. I really don't think so because yeah, Parker's been hurt all we year. Have no, we have, but we have nobody else. You can't if you take yep. your number one receiver out of that mix. There's no one else. 
to fill that but role. But he's been hurt all you know, year. He's been hurt all year, yeah, though, Rich. And, you, but that's, and, with these and, three games to go, you're going to need him. I think you're you're, I'd rather him. have my number two. I think I'd rather have my number two right now uh, only because he does so many other things. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, Devontae Parker, you know what he does as far as, like, uh, you know, game to game, right? He's been hurt. I mean, listen, they're both big losses, but um, explain to me why you think losing, you know, taking Parker back, but if you didn't have Grant, that's going to limit what you can do, especially if Gusecki's out there. I mean, you know, punt returning. Isaiah Ford, if if you have Parker, Isaiah Ford can slide into the number two. And I, I like him better at the number two than Grant. I don't like – you know me. I don't like Grant as a receiver at number one. So you can get – Yeah, get but he's been doing some really good things this year. But yeah, he missed yeah, but he's been... dropped the ball on the first drive that killed him. Yeah, well, pa- well Parker hard. missed a short but touchdown, Rich. Parker missed a short you, touchdown. If you want to talk about yeah, drops, let's talk about drops. That was a tough catch. He missed the, he missed the oh, catch. Oh, that was a tough catch. That's a tough catch. But uh, oh, the, Of it course was. it was. But I'm saying – Grant got hit between the numbers and he dropped it. It would have been a, it, it, it stymied our first drive. It, it, it was huge. We were driving down the field. Yeah. We would have been in their territory. It was a huge yeah, drop. Terrible. I, I got you. He's not Parker's a great went over receiver, 100. Dude. He's not a great receiver. You know. No, but he can do so many more things. Like, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I'd rather give me a guy to take it a fumble and do a fair catch, and I'm fine with it for a few. Fumble, weeks. fumble. Okay. I, want, I don't I think Jaquen Grant has a fumble on the year. I don't think he has a fumble on the entire year. Yeah, because he's picked them up. After Not one. Them. Not one. He hasn't lost one. He's fumbled. Not one. He's lost them, but he hasn't. Yeah. He's recovered. Them. Not one. Not yeah, one. Good. Good. Go, Listen, go with your guy. I'm. I'm saying he that. Forty-eight yards a game receiving. I'm not missing that. Yeah, but you know, Parker's went over a hundred yards. Maybe two times on the whole year, you know, he's basically under 50 yards almost every game. So you're, you're making too much out of park. Against these, against three guys, you're going to need your number one receiver. That's what I'm saying. I, I think you're definitely going to need it. But I, my point is, if I had to pick one, Gasecki would be number one for sure. But if I had to pick yeah, one out of the be. other, yeah. What's I'm that? not saying it wouldn't be. I'm not saying Gasecki wouldn't be, but I wouldn't pick Grant number two. You pick him three. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, because it's, because, you know, I mean, listen, you got, you got somewhat of a point because people at home don't know how ridiculous you are with this guy. So just by saying you pick him three, but I, I'm telling you, like when you look at, you know, the, the what he does all around on those option plays, uh, receiving and the punt returns and kickoff returns, he's a vital part of this offense right now. Um, Devontae Parker is. I'm not saying he's not, but for the most part. Um, you know, I think the guy's got three touchdowns all year. You know, and and, and he's got. We don't get him most back. Games he's, I'm telling you right now, we don't get him back. We're in a lot of trouble because you're not going to be able but, to beat these one of these three teams without your number one receiver. I'm telling you right now. I don't deny that. My point is that I think you're underestimating Grant. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. That's gonna make a difference. Yeah. No, see, that's just asinine. For you to say you losing Grant is not going to make a difference is the stupidest comment you can make. The guy's your punt returner. He's your kickoff returner. He's the leading returner in football. The leading returner in the NFL. Okay? He's also your number two receiver. He's led the team receiving-wise in many games this year. I mean, that's just a ridiculous comment. Yeah, well, whatever. Oh, come on. Really? Really? Yeah, I don't think he's that's, that good. That's where you're going to go with that? Yeah, I don't think that's he's that good. That's where you're going to go with that? Yeah, that's where I'm going wow. with that. Insane. Just insane. I don't know what to say about that because you're really, just really, you're really underestimating the contribution this guy has made to this team all year. And it's been fantastic. Nice it really has. It's not like yeah. he's, he's no. He's not getting you over the edge. That's my point. But, but according to you, missing him for the rest of the year would not be a big thing. You're fine. It would not not really an issue. Crazy. Not going to lose sleep Crazy. over it. Back after this. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show.
You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant, coming at you live. Just a reminder: you can uh, send us any questions or comments right to Pacatello Show at yahoo.com, and you can uh, go right to iTunes and get our shows delivered right onto your phone automatically each week, and check our archives there as well as uh, Blog Talk Radio and uh, YouTube and all that stuff. Um, now, Rich, the one thing I will say is, like, you know, we have a lot more direction than we had going into, you know, this week as far as how things will play out. There happens to be a monumental game being played tonight, which uh, has has a huge part of what the Dolphins' fate might play off-wise. The Baltimore Ravens seem to be the team that will give them the most trouble sneaking in for a wild card spot. They play tonight against the Cleveland Browns, and after that, it is three very below mediocre teams that they will be playing. So they have they have a very easy schedule after tonight's game. You know, depending you know, ours on how is, ours is the toughest, and theirs is one of the easiest. You know, we control right. our own fate. To, but if they if they lose this game tonight, we're you know we're back in the driver's seat. But I still think we got to win two out of these three. Oh, I think you're right. Oh, 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 I think you're right. I think we have to win two as well. Um, I think we have to win two as well. I don't know that one. Yeah, nine and seven at this point is not going to do do it. it. And uh, and the teams that we play, you know, have direct impact as well. Meaning that you play the Raiders, which is that other wild card team. So you know, I don't know which team you want to pick to beat if you were going to do the one anyway because that would matter. Don't think that's going to do it. Well, um, not, I would think, think you got to win the next two. I, I, I don't want to be going up to Buffalo needing to win there. That's not going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, not the, the only way thing I'd say... And not what that weather could be like. You know what I'm saying? That's Oh, I agree with you. The only thing I'd say to that is that it's not often that you go into week 16 or 17, whatever you want to call it, and 
lose and still make the playoffs. That's a rarity. For some reason, it doesn't usually work out that way. But, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you. I think you've got to win the next two games, which I think you're definitely capable of doing, which would bring you the 10 wins. And then I, I still think if you lost up there in Buffalo, something would probably go your way. Um, you probably, looking you'd at probably the Buff- be okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, like, who could catch you at 10 that would knock out both teams? You know what I'm saying? I think 10 is the number where you really you can't be caught. I don't think well, the key to no this, one's going to win 11. No one behind you is winning 11. Well, the key to this you know, is that if you did win 10, Rich, that the, the 10 yeah, win would right. be oh, you, you would beat the Raiders. That's the key to this whole yeah. thing. So you, so you would have too. to beat yeah. the Raiders on the way to 10, you know. Um, right. But that the Ravens team would have to win out. So tonight's game is as important of a game as you're going to get for the you know for right. playoff ramifications. And looking at last night, I think it's clear. I think the Buffalo Bills are probably a better team than us right now. Not by much, but they are. And uh, and I would say that um, that they've pretty much clinched the division last night, beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, they'd yeah, have to catch them. Yeah. They'd, they'd have, have to, have have to win class. out, and they'd have to yeah, yeah they'd, they'd have, have to, to lose at, at least two yeah. of the three. I don't know what yeah. the tiebreaker would be then, right? I mean, we'd have to win Who three. Knows? They'd have to yep. lose at least two, but I would say that they've pretty much clinched the division with what they did. I was also thinking that, you know, there's a lot of irony here because um, you can say whatever you want. The New England Patriots have dominated the division for 20 years, right? Dominated it. Um, the yep. Buffalo Bills are our old nemesis. You know, the Jets are the Jets. They make the world go around, so hats off to them. But as far as as far as the uh, the Buffalo Bills, you know, they went through these years where they were great and then they rebuilt. But you know what? They're actually back. I mean, they're back. They, they got a yep. they got a good team. I'm not saying they're going to be like you know Kansas City is now back, but they're going to be back. So that's a team that's turned it around. They're well coached, and uh, now I think it's on the Dolphins now that you really have to take the step to keep moving. And I just want a little little caution here because let's not forget the Dolphins were one in fifteen. Tony Sperano came in. He turned them around. They won the division. Right? Yep. I mean so, you know, you've seen how bright things were there and how quickly they turned. And then to mediocrity again. So it's very important. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm buying in. I like what I see. I'm buying into this system. I like what Flores is doing. I like the drafts. I think that I think they're going to continue to do that. They have, uh, for everybody at home wondering, right now Texans I think are the eighth pick. So it's the eighth pick is where it sits right now. So you'll have that pick to play with. Uh, as well as your own, um, you know, there's been some misses. Like, And I bring this up because we watched the Kansas City Chiefs and Hilaire uh, play. And, you know, your big thing is that you should have had Hilaire instead of drafting, uh, uh, you know, Iggy, basically. Um, Iggy, and, and Iggy that's, Iggy. Yeah. yeah. So well, he seems like – We could have had our pick in a litter of any running back in the draft. No running back was taken yet. So we could have yeah, the best running back in the draft. And when we enough, have no running backs, it's just it's Fair just enough, idiotic. but I just want to say, though, you could have name the most another money in the team locked up. But wait, when they have the most money in the team locked up on two corners, why would you do that? You know? Well, I think you would – right, you're saying why would you draft another corner? Yeah, you have you, – right. your two highest paid players are corners. Like, what are you doing? It's just, well, it just I, made no sense to me. Right, but from the other st- – point of this, the other side of the token, I'm going to say, Hilaire was taken so late, he's practically a second round pick, and he is the best running back, but you couldn't name another two in the draft. I don't even think you could name another one in the draft. It wasn't a heavy running back draft. So it's basically Hilaire. He was the LSU guy, Herrera. The other guy from Georgia I think is doing well. I can't remember where he went. But, you know, believe me, we would would be in better shape if we took one of those top guys. Then if we didn't take a running back like we did, I mean, we're, we're, our running back situation is a disaster. Well, it's a disaster because you're missing your number one back too. 
A guy that yeah, you really he's underestimated all year. Yeah, but he was no, he, he hasn't hurt. He wasn't great in the beginning of the year. Yeah, he's been hurt a couple times. He got hurt one time. And he wasn't even the starter in the beginning. And then he won the starting role, and he was doing excellent. Yeah. And then he got hurt. Okay, he was doing well, all right. Okay. Like, okay. Fair. That's, like that's fair. Walter Payton. Be, you know. Okay. Come on, stop. That's fair. No, that's fair. Uh, that that is yeah. fair. But Miles Gaskin was doing very well. I mean, he was. You know, he certainly he won that position. Um, and you know, and and losing him, I think, definitely hurts. You know. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I was. I think Akeem. I think Akeem was the best one we've had when, until he got hurt. He was the most dynamic one I've seen. Ahmed? Ahmed? Yeah, Ahmed. Yeah, Ahmed, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah, you know, he he had some moments here. But, I mean, you know, Gaskin had like 500 yards when he got hurt, you know. I mean, he was he was doing really well. Um, and and losing him, I think, is, is, is a big part of this whole thing. I don't know when well, it's we're going to get him back. We have nothing. I mean, the, the, what yeah. we have now is horrible, you know? Yeah. We're so one-dimensional without that, you know? Yeah, I I agree. I agree. And I'm not saying that he was, you know, outstanding. They but went, I think you know, we, let's be honest. They went garbage picking for running backs this year. They they made no attempt to fix that position, you know? And they had plenty of opportunities to get a running back in the draft. They had 198 well, draft picks this year. That's part of what I'm saying, though, too. Like, I think you're absolutely right. And I think the only thing that saved them was how good Miles Gaskin was playing. I mean, he came out of yeah. nowhere. He won a, the spot where he wasn't even supposed to win. And he saved them as far as that goes. Now that he's out and you have other guys that are out, uh, yeah, it's it's a problem. They are beat up. They are beat really up beat up now. And so – Depending on where this injury report lies, you know, which we probably won't know until Sunday morning. How about that? Well, you know what, you know what mean, they were doing yesterday? Like, you know, people were thinking that they were using like a three tight end set. They were using their tight ends as receivers at the end because there was no receivers left. These guys were like, you know, going, you know, full out. You know, they were they were running receiver fucking patterns. You know, they, it wasn't like uh, – you know, it wasn't like they were being replaced. There was nobody left. I mean, they were they were so depleted. They were using tight ends as receivers. Well, they they, they actually run that three tight end set. They ran that three tight end set three the last two yeah. games. It really wasn't. But they had they also had receivers in there too. They had everybody in. You know what I mean? It was like their their tight ends were as receivers. It wasn't. I know what set you're talking about when they do the you know when they have all three tight ends in. It wasn't that. They were they were they were split out wide. Now, who who do we have in that game, um, depth-wise, right? Where do we stand as far as uh, the receivers, um, you know, depth chart? I mean, because Parker was down. I don't know what they – Grant Parker was down, so they were using – they were using uh, – what's, what's that guy's – they were using Callaway a little bit, but they were using that guy number 15. What was his name? The, the junior guy. Ma- what was his name? Matt Collins? Cause he, no, see, see here's what I think you're mistaken. No, here's here's where I think you're mistaken. Because Mac Collins, he's actually a wide receiver, but he looks like a tight end. I mean, he looks just like a tight end. He looks more like a tight end than a wide receiver. I mean, he's like six four, you know, two twenty. Number fifteen. Oh, he that that guy's a tight end. That guy's a receiver. He, Collins. He's yes. a receiver. Yeah, and I think that's that where right? you're confusing. Yeah, he's, oh, a, okay. he's actually all right. And 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 I and, he was and a tight actually. End. No, and, and actually, um, the three tight end quote sets that we're talking about that, that, that you and my son always go back and forth on, technically, I don't think it is. Because I think that's including Matt Collins in that. And so, he's yeah, not he a just tight looks end. like a tight end. He I just looks you. like it. I, I mean, because you. you got Shaheen right, and right, you got right. Gasecki, right? Um, so, you know, yeah. I mean, that's where I think. That kind of goes, or although I mean, listen, there there may have been a time when uh, Durham Smythe, I guess, is the other tight end. So to technically right. have that, you'd have to have Shaheen Smythe and Gusecki in there. I don't know that I've seen that. I've seen it I with Matt Collins. I don't think I've seen yeah. it either. I could be wrong. So right. Matt Collins I really is like the hybrid. Was, 
I, I thought he, I thought he was a I thought he was a you know tight end. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's listed on the he's listed as a wide receiver, and he's on the depth chart as a <laughs> wide receiver. That being said, though, um, you know, I guess it was you're down to because Grant's out, Parker's out. So, and Gusecki goes out. So now you're basically looking at uh, wide receiver-wise, you have Callaway and you have Bowden Jr., and I guess that's why you've seen yeah. Malcolm Perry jumping in there, and, and then you, you you throw this Matt Collins in there. I mean, that was that's your receivers. So, yeah, you're banged up there. And we can argue day and night about which is worse, having, you know, if you had to pick one, Parker or Grant, who would you rather have in the lineup? But the bottom line is, there's a good chance we're going to have none in the lineup, including Gusecki. Yeah, so this could be ugly. This could be ugly. Yeah. And uh, uh, Gaskin's on the COVID protocol, right? He got COVID now after getting back healthy. So I don't know how long that is. Van Noy, I think, was uh, on the COVID protocol too. That's why he was out, right? I thought, no, I heard he was a, he had a hip injury yesterday. Oh, he, it's the hip because the week before yeah, it was the, the COVID? Yeah, we had COVID, COVID but it was fine. Okay, so well, he didn't have from that. Tested positive once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yep. now yeah, it's he, a hip he injury, injury keeping. Right. Okay, and and yeah. and, uh, and wait a minute, we had a couple other injuries. Did did Vang Gunko get hurt? Somebody else got hurt in this game. Oh, oh, and uh, and and um, Bobby McCann, he's out yeah, still. McCann got he got cut, yeah he got carted off. McCann and got carted we, off. No, Van Ginkel didn't get hurt. Um, it wasn't carted off. Remember, he they had got hit, and then they thought it was a we thought it was a concussion protocol. Well, yeah, he, didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't return. He didn't return, and they're being no. they're being very tight vested with him too, as if we're going to wait till game day. So there must be something going on with him. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, it's probably concussion protocol, right? They have to. They have you to would wait think, to go right? The process. Yeah, I guess. So I, I don't know here. I mean, this is uh, not good. No, it's not good. No, no, it's it's not good. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's strange, Rich. It's it's the kind of thing where <laughs> you know you start getting to a certain point, and um, you know it's just uh, you get too many of these things, and. You know, you, it's going to be very hard to recover. I guess is my point. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see how it's disappointing. This all it's like you really want to see if this team, you know, not make a huge playoff run, but like maybe win a game, you know, in the playoffs and just like you know, jump in the deep end a little bit. You know, that's what I was like hoping for this year, something. But you know, I mean, it's, to wait another year the is only, rough. You know. The, well. Listen, I think you got to take baby steps on there. I know we argue about this all the time. It's a young team, and I'm going to fight with you tooth and nail because I honestly believe if you could get a playoff experience, especially with Tua and these young guys, I don't care what happens in that game. That has to help you down the line. It has to. I got you. Cause, uh, I understand. You know, I just think you have more of a carryover feeling than I do, but I, I just don't well, think. Look, I'm I don't not talking about the carryover, though. Yeah, but yeah. I, I just don't want to see the. I don't want to see another playoff game where we lose by four touchdowns. You know, I, I, that yeah. I can't handle. I, I don't want that again. I'd rather not make it to see that. You know, I really don't want to get ready for a playoff game to see them get blown off the screen on national TV again. Yeah, I, I and I understand that. that. And I do understand that. And I'm just saying from – and this is maybe a little bit different in the past, only in the sense that um, you have such a young team, including a rookie quarterback, that maybe that, you know, yeah. there is things there that would help you. But putting that aside, this could be a weird year. It could be a weird year because they're, they may add another team, and even if they don't add that other team, um, the way that the brackets are, are yeah. breaking up. You know what um, I'll give you. I'll give you a scenario. They add another team, it ends up being the Ravens. We host them, and they beat the crap out of us. <laughs> That's what will happen. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Can you see that happening? Right? Yeah. We have can. to play the other team that shouldn't be in there, and we get beat by them. Yeah. I, is that how that would work? The two worst would play Who each knows? other? Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure it wouldn't. I'm sure if they add another team, it wouldn't be us, number one. Or if it, we were in already, it would come to bite us. I guarantee you that. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's an interesting point. All right, well, 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time to go around the league and see what's going on, and we'll look at all the pre- playoff ramifications. Maybe we can get some clarity on that. Take a quick break. we right back after this. Hi, this is Gary Apremian of the undefeated Miami Dolphins 1972 team. I always listen to the Pat Cotello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Cotello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. One day. here and uh as we were talking about the uh, playoff ramifications um you know it seems like uh more and more um we're looking at uh you know some strange scenarios with 2020 i mean there's there's just weird things going on all year so um you know richard we said like that if they do add that other team will it come back to bite us and you're probably right i mean right now we are in uh, right now, we are in the seventh slot out of seven. Okay, so um, I would assume I think that the Kansas City Chiefs get that bye. The one team gets that bye, and I'm thinking it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that Pittsburgh is is going to. I don't think they're going to get it. You agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, I think they overtook, you know, yesterday they overtook the Steelers. And I don't think they're going to, you know, I don't know if they're going to lose again this year. Their schedule's pretty easy. Okay, so let's assume that off the bat. Now, from what I know about this, that would then leave six teams. Let's pretend they're not going to add one, right? Six I don't teams think they're going to. I think the only way they add one, Pat, the only way they're going to add a team, that, that, that was like if they couldn't play Week 18. Right. Like if something happened COVID wide, and I don't think that's an right. option anymore. I, I, okay. I don't see that it happened. Now, that was just like that was only um, you know, uh, you know, the fail safe thing in case something happened. Right. Okay. So that being said, that would mean that the Steelers and the Bills would be in direct competition for the number two spot. Now the Steelers are eleven and two, the Bills are ten and three, but we know that the Bills just beat the Steelers. So, uh, you know, I don't know what their schedule is, but I would, you know, the way the Bills are playing right now, what we do in that Bills game, it's happened before. There's a chance yeah, no, you're right. that you, you're right, you, right? Yeah, we, we could chance. There's no question. I, it reminds me of 95. And if you remember 1995, yeah. I think we finished the season in Buffalo. <laughs> we got beat up. And then we played yep. the wild card game there the following week. And we got blown out. That was Shula's last yeah. game. <laughs> so yeah, it was bad. It's happened before, you know. I still and, see him in that. 
Remember how many – he had like seven jackets yeah. on that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was that an ugly game. The wind. You remember oh, that? God. Reno couldn't yeah. throw a 15-yard pass without it being taken up and thrown into – oh, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was terrible. So, yeah. So, so I would say the Steelers and the Bills probably go, you know, in that two seed. So if the Dolphins are going to squeak in here – they're going to be playing one of those two teams. Uh, the Titans and the Browns and the Colts are the other teams that would, would kind of lie in there somewhere. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, we need the Browns to win tonight. And so, yeah. you know, you, you would want them to keep moving up. It's the kind of thing where if this division seems to be gone, the Dolphins need to win two out of three to get to ten wins, Right. Titans, Browns, and Colts, the Titans, Browns, and Colts, which are already at nine wins. I know. So they're going to get to ten. They're going to get to ten. Sure. So now it's just, you know, you're pretty much much looking at that seventh seed. I don't think you're getting – you'd have to win out to get probably to move up to six. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so then if we're on the same page, I don't know. Is it was it was ten? I don't think ten's a guarantee, right? There's way we. No, it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee, especially tonight, because right. right now the Ravens sit at seven seven wins. Okay. Right. So, and the Raiders are also at seven wins, but to get to ten, you're going to have to pretty much beat the Raiders. Okay, so assuming that yes. you beat the Raiders and you get to 10, that would pretty much knock them out of it. So so the question is, how many games do the Ravens win? They're 7-5 and five right now. They have four games left. If they win tonight, they'd have to win two of their next three to get to 10. If they lose tonight, they'd have to win out to get to 10. So see how right. important tonight's game is against Cleveland? It's very important. Yeah, it's very. And important. as we're and as we're talking about it, I can see me and you right about three hours from now <laughs> looking at each other like really. Oh yeah, yeah. Make your man feel thanks. Do another commercial. Yeah, I know. Now, every time we've needed this what Ravens team to win. What's the last time? What's the last time a team's ever helped us when we needed it? <laughs> and the ironic part is, every time we've needed this Ravens team to win this year. They've laid an egg. And there's been two or three times, major times this year, that we've been rooting for them to win, and they laid an absolute egg. One of them was against Pittsburgh. I remember that. Don't forget the Rex Ryan timeout of the 1901 year. Remember that one. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So when you look at it like that, um, (laughs) that is the only time I've ever seen a linebackers coach calling a timeout in my life. Yeah. I just. Unbelievable to me. What are you they doing ch- on the field, number one? <laughs> they, they changed the rule because of him. I know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they changed I the know. rule because of him. <laughs> oh, what are you knocked a chair over a table over. Remember, I threw something at that bar. <laughs> that was, the whole table went over. <laughs> Rich, I'll tell you, I don't think that you could find – uh, I mean, the Patriots lost that game. They lost that game four times. <laughs> yeah, four times. It was like, it was like a do-over every, game. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, yeah, it I was. Yeah. It's like they just would not give them the loss. They no. refused to no. give them the loss. It was ridiculous. They stopped on the sneak, and that fat idiot on the field called timeout. They said, oh, oh, they want to get like we didn't yards on the next play. <laughs> we were celebrating. We were celebrating. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we yep. were going, and then all of a sudden, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I think they called the timeout. They, they, they do it over, and he gets like 12 yards on the next play. Remember that? Yeah. It was like yeah. it was so easy though. It was a fourth. It was a. It was like a fourth and 12 or whatever it was. It was incomplete. They called a timeout. But then they do it again. And then they did it again, and he got the first down. And then yeah. it got the – it was they were on the goal line, and it got the fourth and goal, and it was incomplete. They called the pass interference and gave them another four yeah. sets. 
And then they did yeah, it again, oh. and they stopped them, yeah. and there was another interference call. And yeah. then he wound yep. up going uh, in. Uh, oh, it was, uh, it was just ridiculous. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was absolutely disgusting. ridiculous. I know. It, it really yeah. was. Okay, so now, um, the moment at hand. Let's look ahead to next week. The New England Patriots now come to Miami. Yep. It starts here because we're talking 10 wins and all this. And let's be honest, we're really overlooking this Patriot team who's, who, who already beat us. And you know, Bill Belichick, it, obviously, he's playing his old coach. And, uh, you know, they, they're, I mean, they're going to come to play. You're a better team than them right now? I'm not not overlooking anything. I mean, the way we're, you know, look, if we were at full strength, I'd be confident in this game. But with with our injury situation right now, I'm not really, I'm not confident. How can you be confident? Injury situation is, yeah. We're going to be behind the eighth ball. It's hard, this game. Yeah. So that being said. They look great sometimes. And sometimes they win 45-0 two weeks ago. And then they go on national TV Thursday, and they look like the worst team I ever saw in my life. So yeah. I don't know what yeah. team is showing up. Yeah. And who's quarterbacking? Did they? Did he announce that? Is it still Newton? Oh yeah, he said right after the game that uh, Cam's his guy. Okay. So I'm sure he's you not know, a short like, leash, but he's his guy. You know. Yeah, like you said, I mean, we don't know which uh, which, which Patriots one, team is showing up is, here. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you know we're not getting the bad one. <laughs> you just you know it. Yeah. <laughs> They're never not going to come in and stick the place up. No, never. Never. Give me a little bit of a critique of what you saw in Tua uh, against the Chiefs. Well, I like the, I like the fact that after a kind of a slow start, you know, you know, it was a little inept in the first couple, you know, drives. Right. Know, I, you know, I, I like I said, I, I really wish we weren't settling for field holds, you know. You know, missed right. one, got one. I think we would have been in a hell of a lot better shape. I, I, I like the way he played. I like the way he came back together. I liked how he made it a six-point game. I mean, it was a little bit too late. But, you know, I saw some good things from him yesterday. You know, I mean, the one interception, he threw it up for grabs kind of thing. I don't think he needed to do that at that point. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a long hail Mary. I don't know. What the rationale for that was? I mean, it was a double coverage. I mean, that was kind of silly to throw that there. That's one thing I didn't like. But uh, you know, I'm you know, I think he's getting. I don't want to say he's getting better every week, but I think you know he's building on what he's. You know, I think he's building up a resume, if you know what I mean. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and and each week it seems like he learns another facet of the game. Yeah. So that's a plus. Yep. Um, but now, how do you feel with the fact that basically did his best work when all these guys were out? I mean, Parker was out before the half. Grant was out at that point, and Gusecki was out. Gusecki got hurt right before the fourth quarter, didn't he? Yeah, and he yeah. he he obviously had a you know he he had you know. Had a really nice run, you know, to get well, them. Well, that guy, Lynn Bowden, you know, Lynn Bowden Jr., really played well. You know, he, he yeah. you know, picked up the slack there. That's the guy, you know, we traded for the for the Raiders. Remember, that was that. What about, yeah. And he was like, he was yeah, a what superstar if, with, uh, in college with Kentucky. So, there right. could be something there. And what about, uh, like, um. I guess Matt Collins, I guess, had some pretty big uh, yeah, he some catches big in the stretch, too, too right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's a little bit of a plus. Yeah, you gotta, you got to find a way to beat this team. You know, I, hopefully we get, uh, you know, the running back back this week or something. You know, one of them back. Yeah. I don't think you can go into this thing with Washington and uh, Lord, you know? That would be kind of boring. That's a concern. That that's a concern. I mean, I you know, yeah. Can I we, mean, can I we really lose think... the? Uh, can we lose the Wilkins play at fullback? I mean, really? I mean, it's obvious yeah, that doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, you saw that block. That was just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How does somebody that's three hundred fifty pounds not block anybody? Right, right. I mean, it's a goal line stance. I mean, he literally didn't hit anyone. That's like impossible. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that was a little. If you run straight ahead, you'll hit someone. He hit nobody. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, that's not the first time he's done that. Uh, he's been in there quite yeah. a bit. Um, he's well, had a little bit of success with it. I think he even the, caught a touchdown. The running back's not following him, number one. I mean, it would have been better off to hand him the ball because he was untouched into the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I know. It's... Wasn't it wasn't really refrigerator Perry like I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I, I think they're still going to continue to do that. I just think he's, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking there. He thought he was going to like he had the ball. Yeah, acted like he had the ball. <laughs> he ran on touch I thought he was going to spike something. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, his running backs gets crushed. <laughs> Seven yards behind the line of scrimmage. And uh, then look at just doing a dance in the end zone. Where are you? Jeez. You know, Lord should have jumped on his back with the ball and just rode it into the end zone because no one touched him. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody touched him. Oh, boy. It's crazy. And you know what? I'm kind of done with this uh, Malcolm Perry uh, trick formation. I just, I don't like it. They ran it how many times? Did they even times use it yesterday? There? Did they or, really? I don't yeah, think they used it. They twice. used it with Bowden yesterday, though. But they oh, didn't use it with Malcolm Perry, yeah. right? It's, it's the same Bowden. play, though, right? Isn't it the same play? I think it's a very similar. That's why we thought Perry was out, and then all of a sudden he's catching the ball in the fourth quarter. So yeah, I, I, I yeah, don't I'm, know what that was I'm done with it. I'm done with it. It's just a disaster it. waiting to happen. Take it too yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. I could it's smell a Pat it. White trip to the hospital. Oh, yeah. yes. And actually, isn't that how uh, Perry got hurt? <laughs> I think that's how he originally got hurt. Yeah, did he? Yeah, he got crushed in his chest injury or something, right? Yeah, very Pat White-like. It really was. <sighs> so, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, they had Tony totally uh, throwing the ball. Perry was a quarterback. <laughs> they have Perry was a quarterback. You want to try it? Okay. You let the quarterback do it. I, I don't understand. No, I don't either. I don't understand. I don't understand it, and I don't want it no more. No more. No. Enough is enough now. So that's Shit, that. Yeah. Oh. The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. He's starting to surface. There's no doubt about it. He's starting to see it come th- come to fruition. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, how they do make out. And uh, you know, New England Patriots is always uh, it's, it's always fun. So we'll see. And we'll be back here. Remember, last time we talked, the team got two losses. <laughs> so a lot changes in in a show to show. So uh, that's our show for this evening, and uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. We'll see you next week, and hopefully the Miami Dolphins can get back in the win column and continue their quest for the playoffs in 2020. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Thank you.